guest today we have a new friend that we've Yay. <laughs> Yay, new friend and new guest <laughs> welcome van lathan hey clappy clappy claps, claps. oh my god can you insert the clap sound like, you know, like a clap track or yeah, yeah clap like track. she's very good with our special effects we have multiple special effects if you haven't listened Mm. We have elevator music, and we excuse ourselves when the kids start acting cray. Right. <laughs> and um, we also have special effects for our Hori's f- uh, sp- segment. segment. Yeah. And it's like, oh, ah, Hori's. Oh, she, and you put the special effects yeah. on? Oh, we, like, actually made sex sounds, and then... Wow. And then she says, Hori's horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so, this is, so th- there's actually production value on this podcast. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So if you, if you need any input on yours... On the red pill, we you don't. I don't even. I just we just record that bitch. And if I'm like, you're out, out, you're so lucky. Because I don't actually enjoy doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't enjoy. You don't enjoy like the post production. I mean, I could do without it. Mm. If I could just, then why do you do it? Because it adds to the overall podcast. I don't want to pay somebody to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we can't. <laughs> we can't. We don't. We, we're not Van Lathan. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I okay. like my podcast. Just, I like my podcast to just be conversation, boom, streamlined, go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I get it. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and the ones that have some production value, I really appreciate. That. I really like that word. I'm gonna really start using that in our bio. Production. I'm like, value. how was my production value last episode? <laughs> our production value last episode was mediocre. Yeah. We were having mic issues. Yeah, we, we've, we've. I like the mics though. You guys were telling me about the mics that you got. One is fifty bucks. <laughs> oh my Are God. you trying to play? We, we should, I'm not trying to play. <laughs> we, should, we should do a podcast haul. We should like start a YouTube channel, like how to podcast for cheap. <laughs> how to podcast for dummies? Because we just YouTubed it. And how long have y'all been doing our podcast? Uh, since February. Mm. Like nine, nine months. Yeah, we're professionals enough to have a YouTube channel. Experts. What made you guys start the podcast together? Uh, I just I I met Jamila and I was like, no, I we have been friends for like two years. Like we have been friends like two years, and then she broke up with her man like six months ago, and she was and I it was been, not six months ago. And well, when you when you approached, oh me, yes, yes, yeah. When she yeah. asked me about it, she had just broken up with her man like six months ago, and I had probably been bitching about mine and telling her about my look, my newfound singleness, and she's like. Um, That's disgusting. No, she goes, I went, she's like, do you want to do this podcast? I was thinking about, like, maybe we could talk about, like, being single moms and dating and shit. She's, I was like, okay, sure. But she's like, this guy I was went on a date with said he was starting a podcast. And I was thinking, I don't want to do a podcast with you, but I will do my own. So now I'm asking you. I'm like, I never. Um, I forgot about that part of the story. <laughs> I thought it was Because now he hates me. But he still hasn't started a podcast, so... You snooze your mom. would have been waiting forever. Yeah. Oh, you were going to do a podcast with him? Yeah. He, uh, he like, wanted, he asked me to be on his podcast that he wanted to start. But and then, you guys were dating? 
we were like fucking around, and that's why I didn't want to do it. I, I, like, no, I can't think of anything worse than doing a podcast. Exactly. That makes no he sense. wanted to trap me. Right. He wanted to podcast trap right. me. That so way, if shit didn't it. work out, he's like, yo, we got to stay together for the podcast, podcast girl. Yeah. I feel like podcast trap. Is that a thing? Podcast trapping? <laughs> no, but I feel like that's what he was. He was trying to start something new. Oh, I know. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good one. Podcast, podcast trapping. trapping. He tried it. He tried All it. the other trapping. I wonder if he secretly like looks at your posts and hates your guts. He actually reached out to me recently, and I and, and it then led me to believe that maybe he didn't listen because I was like, "You don't hate me." Oh, he did. Because I talked he... shit about you so bad. No, people don't episode. listen. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. So how we became new friends and got Van on the podcast is because we just decided to shoot our shot in his DMs. Mm-hmm. We sent a very classy professional DM. Like, hi, how are you? We are two single moms with a new podcast. Blah, 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 blah. And I said I would do the podcast. He said he would do it. And then... He dared <laughs> us. He said, we, I fucking dare you. I was I like, oh, he's cool, he's cool. Yeah. So, so Erica goes, so when are you available? And then like, he stopped He stopped responding. And she's like, this is Erica's idea. I just want to put that up there. What? What you said. She's like, ah, oh, he's trying to play us. He doesn't want to respond. Jamila, send him a cute picture and then say, don't be a pussy. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? You don't think it's too aggressive? You're like, no, he's cool. Just say, don't be a pussy. So I said it. And he's like, uh, why would you talk to me like that? I was yep. like, oh, no, Eric. I don't think he really was. Then into- I was like, damn, he is a pussy. You know, you know what the funny thing is, though? Because like, when I see messages like that, I automatically get the tone. And I start thinking, oh, these motherfuckers want to play? Let's play this. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm, I, and, I'm I, and like, I felt like you were that type of. I felt like you were that type of, like, 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 you were that type of man. Let's play, like yo. Now let's let's put them on a the defensive and see how they can react. Yeah, you, why would you talk to me like that, man? I thought we were cool keeping these professional. Yeah, I flinched. Ew, I, flinched. I was like when when you did that, I was like ew. I was like I called her. I'm like Erica, that was not a good idea. And she was blaming me. I was blaming her. I was like just apologize. <laughs> and it was so funny because I'm on. No, he goes. Laughing. No, he goes. He goes. No, thank you. I, no, no, thank you. I don't want to do it anymore. All right. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I'm like, they blinked. I beat him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. We ruined it. Mm-hmm. And then he put 40,000 fucking laughing, crying emoji faces and said, just kidding. After right. I was like, I'm so sorry. Um, I was totally joking. The, it, the tone can be misconstrued on the DM. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, man. That's funny. But then I realized we knew some of the same people, and it was even more organic, and now here I am. Yeah. Here he is. On Good Mom's Bad Choices. Yeah. Banned from the red pill. So, because we are fast friends, Ban, mm-hmm. um, I want to play a little game with you just to like get sure. to know you even faster Let's and let it. our audience get to know you really quick. Mm-hmm. So, once my child <laughs> has her Netflix film on, we can play that. What does she watch? What do you put on for children to watch? I don't really let her do this often, so all my movies are. Bullshit. You would be surprised that like two and three, they already have like their own fucking playlist. Like really? Luna has like an iTunes selection that she like songs she only wants to hear, things she only wants to watch, and it's pretty scary because YouTube is just like it's weird shit, and they can get to a weird shit easily even if you put on cartoons. Mm-hmm. When I was like, I can't remember being that age so much. How old is three? Three, but I remember what I was watching. At that age, what was it? The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, with the Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. I can't believe you knew that. Like Dukes of Hazard. Have you ever watched the show? Fuck no, but I know. I just know Daisy. I know Daisy Dukes because it comes from Dukes of Hazard. And it's like the reality is that it was some of the worst shit I've ever been watching. 
I was looking at the, uh, some Disney movies today. Yeah, all this shit is low-key sexual undertone. Disney has a lot of sexual undertones in their cartoons. And it's super racist. I get mad every time I go to Disneyland because there's like 40 white princesses and one black princess. And she was a frog for the majority of the movie. Why does that make you mad, though? It just annoys me because I know Luna's like loves the princesses. And it's just this fake ass. To me, you know you know how it doesn't make it me mad? Because Disney is a bunch of white people. And if they white people make princesses, they're going to make them white. If we made our own princesses. Yeah. How about this? Like I, like a couple of Halloweens ago, one of my homegirls, her daughter wanted to go as Elsa. I was like, that's whack. Yeah, I wouldn't allow Why would she want to go as Elsa? Like, make her go as Doc McStuffins yeah. or something like that. Little black girl. I would not allow. Well, I mean, I, well, I, w- I would. That all has to do with the images that you show your children so that, all the time. Which all the images I really show her are black or brown. But which is hard because she, then they know she Frozen. Found, she found Elsa through somebody else, and then that, that was a thing. And I was like, because oh it's God, an effort. That's the thing. You can't help it. You can't help it. No, you like have Elsa. to know other yeah. things. But I was just like, she idolized her for a minute. And I was just like, I felt a type. I couldn't help but feel a type of way about it. Me too. But I didn't like discourage. I didn't like discourage it. But mm-hmm. like, I was just like, I noticed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I hope this is not damaging my child. And then I proceeded to make her read four hundred black books. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a like a five dollar like Elsa braid they sell at H and M. And Luna, we were in fucking H and M. She insisted on my buying it. I was like, fuck. I'm it's, like, what's an Elsa braid? It's just like it's a one long blonde braid. Oh, yeah, they like tie it. Oh, and then you can be Elsa. It's a basically yeah. a weave for a toddler. But you wow. know, but you know what? Okay, wow. so so one time I had like a I had added like a braid on my hair, and Luna I had like some purple hair, so I put a purple one on her. And my dad was like, "So fucking ghetto, blah blah blah." I'm like, Look, she's three. What the fuck? She doesn't know what ghetto means. Like the fact I was like, if a little white girl had on a purple ponytail, you wouldn't be saying shit. Like, why do we project? Our mores and stuff like that onto kids. Well, kids don't get any of it. It pissed me off. I was like, Dad, shut the fuck up. But then I found myself, I bought the braid reluctantly because she wouldn't shut up. And then I was like, annoyed that she wouldn't fucking lose it. But I'm like, <laughs> I can't I can't be mad either way, really. Right. But I just, I just got so super pissed with my dad for saying some ghetto shit. And then here I He's am. I wasn't mad. I was just like, you sound ignorant. Like, well, don't put your don't put your social norms on my child. That's you. You mm. feel that way because someone taught you that a colored weave is ghetto on a black woman. But if these other bitches had it on, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be you know thought twice. Anyway, <laughs> well, I got it going already. Trigger her. Trigger. Oh, that's the name of this game. So, oh, really? Yes. Right, it's funny play. you say that. So let's basically, play. I'm gonna just name a bunch of things. Name the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it one word. Okay. It can be some some require maybe three. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna do this quick. Sure. Got it. L.A. Freedom. Afropunk. Question mark. LeBron. <laughs> LeBron. Uh, necessary. Favorite color. Black. Worst fear. Heights. Fonger panties. Thong. Trump. <sighs> B.T. Underwhelming. Chick Fil A. Problematic. A little Wayne. God. Curly or straight? Curly. Uh, Michelle Obama. Grace. Insecurity. Necessary. Ambrose. Fun. Harry Pussy. Antiquated. TMC. <laughs> what did you say? TMC. Yeah. Popcorn. Popcorn. Marriage. Society. Plastic surgery. Teach their own. Toes. Useful. <laughs> True. Period sex. Adventure. 
<laughs> Anal sex? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the Pepsi or Coke? Okay, Pepsi. you're taking too long. You okay, gotta okay, go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit is it. over here fucking contemplating uh, no, no, shit. No, no, no. It, uh, there's, there's an answer, but no, Pepsi. Okay, Louisiana. Home. Kanye West. Genius. Kardashians. <coughs> Disposable. Uh, do you know who Krista Thompson is? No, who's that? Okay, uh, white girl braids. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Breastfeeding. Beautiful. Black Black Klansman. Okay. John McCain. Hero. Jamila. Sexy. Strippers. Um, fun. Nike or Adidas? Nike. White women. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> white women are. Oh, nigga, come on. Speechless. Yeah. Dangerous. Ooh. Ooh. Dangerous. Okay, okay. Black women. Queens. Typical. Black China. <laughs> uh, Amber Rose. <laughs> Joe Budden. Voice. Inspiration. Mm, like air. What? Like air. <laughs> I, 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 I the live. air you breathe? Or yeah, the... like inspiration is like, it's like, like air. air. Okay, okay, got yeah. it. Flaw. Um, you arrogance. Should, you, you shouldn't have gotten high before that. Uh, 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 arrogance. Pet peeve. Uh, prejudice. Best rapper. Pac. Celebrity crush. Rihanna. Fortnite. What? Man crush. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man crush? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Love or money? Oh, man, money. Roseanne or Paula Dean? <laughs> Paula. Dream job? Uh, I... I don't really... Have uh, dream job, president of the United States. I don't really have dreams. No, I, I I have goals, but no, president of the United States. Oh shit! Would be a dream, I guess. Oh, this is Carissa Thompson. She's a Fox Sports reporter. Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> wait, read the caption under the second one, though. Wait, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. Are you still going? Yeah, wait, I have a few more questions. Raquel or Lauren? Raquel. Tyler Perry. Boss. Single mom. Be careful. <laughs> Damn. Drake. Talented. Hot or soft? Soft. Nicki Minaj. Annoying. What makes you mad? <sighs> Last time you had sex. <laughs> Sunday. Angela Rye. Oh, perfection. Don Lemon. The homie. Uh, Sub or Dom? Dom. The end.
Mm. So, so much closer to you now. I know so much more about you now. Do you now? <laughs> what more do you feel like that game proved? You don't play Fortnite. Never seen it. Never heard. Oh about my god! It. I I said it like like you're my like and my respect meter went up like all the way. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you have a dog? No. Oh, it's even better. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about men with dogs. Which is over thirty-five. <laughs> Which is. Childless men. Yeah, men that don't have kids get dogs because they want children, and they treat their dogs like their children, like like real actual humans. Mm. Because one time she was dating a guy. It's not just no, no. It's proven so, even on Tinder because so many men have pictures of them with their fucking dog. Like, yeah. Why do I care about your dog? I think it's to show that they like are like Nurturing. loving or something. I don't. I don't know. But I just noticed a lot of men over thirty-two, thirty-four. Have dogs. Have dogs. And they get dogs at And treat age. them like babies. <laughs> treat the dogs like babies. They get dogs. Okay. Well, I mean, doesn't everyone treat their dog like a baby? No. Who doesn't treat their dog like a baby? Me. Do you have a dog? I used to. And I, I used treated, to. When like, I had a kid, it was over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> exactly. I had the dog for six years. That dog had to go. I gave it to my own. Dogs. Like, anyway. Harvey has a dog. So the point, the, the, like, here's the thing about the Coke or Pepsi question. Okay. Coke and Pepsi is, it's an important life question. Why? Okay. Let me tell you why it's an important, important life question. Coke and Pepsi is proof that the question is always more important than the answer in anything that you're doing. The question is more important than the answer. I'll give you an example, right? In Europe, some time ago, okay, they were trying to get more people in Europe to, like, give blood. They were trying to get them to give, or excuse me, not give blood, donate organs, right? Mm -hmm. For some reason, across Europe, nobody was donating organs. They were trying to get more people to do it. So different countries in Europe were doing different things to try to get people to to, Mm -hmm. to donate organs. Uh, One of the countries... um, uh, the Netherlands and France, two countries that culturally, like France was on the low end of organ donorship. The Netherlands was on the high end. Everybody in the Netherlands was doing it. These are two countries that culturally aren't that far off. You know what I mean? It's not like you have one country from a completely different hemisphere, completely different layers and completely different sensibilities in another country. So you have to understand like why Why is the difference? Mm -hmm. What's the difference? The difference is the way they... And France was actually working much harder to get people to donate organs. They were robocalling people. They were trying to do all those different different things. The difference was in the actual question. How they were asking. Right. When you would go into the DMV to get your license in France, the the question was, if you want to donate organs, check this box. Okay? The question in the Netherlands was... If you don't want to donate organs, check this box. So in that country, it was implied that everyone wanted to do it. Right. So So if you don't want to do it. So if you don't want to do it, check it. So the choice matrix that you think that you have is really based upon the way that the question is asked. Mm. The reason why the Coke or Pepsi uh, question matters is because I prefer Pepsi. I rarely get a chance to drink it. I'm indoctrinated into Coke because most places (laughs) that you go, they serve Coke products. So, whereas I like Pepsi more, 
I can't think of the last time I actually had one. That's true. So, so your your access to what it is that you want, like you're not gonna leave a restaurant and go to another restaurant that has Pepsi shit. Your access to what it is that you want has a lot less to do with what you actually want than is what is available, available to you. That's mm-hmm. true. So, whereas when you ask me that question, I'm thinking, yo, I like Pepsi a lot more, but I haven't had a Pepsi in a long time because I really don't drink soda. Right, so I wouldn't go into a a a Seven Eleven and actually buy a Coke or a Pepsi. But if I went out to eat, and I'm like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna have a fucking soda today," I'm probably a place where they only offer Coke. Right. Just broke that down. Really That's what I that do. The way That's down. What the fuck it's just I the do, finesse. Man. How you ask? That's the delivery. That's everything. I actually prefer Coke. I like Pepsi too. You don't, man. You don't prefer Coke. I do. I really. Pepsi is smoother. It tastes better. It does taste better. I don't know. I think I maybe I'm. I'll, I'll, I don't you know like. What? You just like being a contrarian. You just like sitting. You're one of those people. No, I'm not. In the short time that I know that I've known you, that feels a lot. You like saying what you won't do. <laughs> is this true, Erica? That's not true. Do you like saying no? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty open. Okay. I would agree. Really? Well, of course you guys are going to gang up against me. No. But listen, that, that's a whole thing. I think that's, that's a preconceived... Percep- that's the perception that people think about me all the time. It's not, not preconceived. I'm basing it upon like the interactions that we've had. Oh, because I've said no to a few... I know what I don't want to entertain. It's not that I get pleasure out of it. I just don't waste time. Right. Okay. I get it. You know? Like, I'm like, eh, I know I don't like that. Mm, not going to fuck with it. Right. But I'm open to trying shit, too. But... Certain shit I just have no. Certain shit doesn't need to be tried. So there's a. So what you're saying is, is there's a like there's big circles, right? Things that you know you don't want, things that you might that you're pretty sure you don't want, and then in this little sweet spot, there's things that you'll try. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe things she hasn't considered, and now maybe things she hasn't considered. Exactly. Now she's open to trying. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, speaking of your preconceived, did you have any like preconceived notions of how we we're going to be versus how we really were? No, I don't. I don't like to really deal in preconceived notions yeah. because what I've learned about life is you're always surprised and you're always disappointed. True. So, so have none. So we're like, big on zero expectations. You're like you're 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 um, it, it's best that you just kind of go into a situation and feel it out because um, disappointment is the. It's the like the worst thing that humans like have, like disappointment and regret. So yeah. keep yourself from that by not setting expectations too high. True. Or setting expectations at all. Which is hard, but it, it's the best. Option. It's almost impossible. It's yeah, because you immediately your mind goes places. You're socialized to set expectations. Yeah, like judge and, and setting expectation is low key judging and trying to make a you know predeceived the moment that you're born and put into the world people start telling you what to expect all right this is what you're going to do and then because you do this this is what's going to happen that's immediately and then that's in the long term so you're going to do all of these things so you start to get used to expectation all of this all, all of the time and it kind of stops you from being in the moment we're born and then we're domesticated we're never in the now i mean I mean, I struggle with it daily. I don't think anyone does it perfectly, except if you're Buddha or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the goal. But it's difficult in the world that we live in because of social media, because of just how we're conditioned. You're, you're making that. I'm hurting with you doing that. What? <laughs> Is that right? You're not doing that? 
I'm not hurting my head. <laughs> he looked like it was. Yeah, um, Dan is hitting himself in the head for some reason. It's called this. This is a. This is a thinking. Movie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Is that what that is? Yeah, I, I have to do something. Even other than that, like be up pacing or do something. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, okay. You're engaged, man. You okay. got this is stimulating conversation. You have a. Uh, you have a tattoo on your on your finger. What does that mean? Uh, it says push, and this says play. <laughs> what was that? What did that mean? Um, you know, when I, was... I never noticed. I mean, like I noticed it, but I've never thought. To... <laughs> I honestly think I've seen the same one and thinking it was the same tattoo. I didn't even know if there was realize there was. Two. I forget they're there. Um, when I was nineteen, I got them. Because... They're still there. That's a really good finger tattoo artist. I know. Uh, I used to do music, and so it was a symbol playoff of you know, push play, but also <laughs> my nineteen-year-old self. This guys. is kind of funny. Um, my, also, you know, to push hard, play hard. That's how I live my life. That's how I live my <laughs> life. That, that's how it evolves. Like, this is kind of stupid. Oh, this wow. is a bad I should come up with like a, a better lie about these because they could be like, oh, like, what does this mean? Well, what I like music. I like to push it. I like to play. <laughs> I kind of like that answer. Like, I would say like... You don't like, have any, any embarrassing tattoos, man? Mm-mm. You know what's yeah, crazy? You don't have any tattoos? No, zero tattoos. Oh, when, I was, no, really? when I was in the... Uh, when I was like a freshman in college, all my homies went out and they got tattoos. They did a bunch of different shit. They dyed their hair, whatever. Oh, no. They got tattoos. And my boy Ryan came back. Shout out to Ryan Davenport. He came back and he got a tiger ripping through his skin. Oh, God. And when I looked at that, I was like, that's so fucking stupid. Like, I'll never. <laughs> it's a tiger inside me, y'all. And plus, the reality is now that everybody's got tattoos, it's like more it's, 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 cool it's, it to is. not have some. I tell people, if you don't have any at this point, don't do it. I haven't, I haven't gotten any in like 10 years me either I'm, I'm kinda, from, like, how I many have, tattoos y'all got I have 7 god damn how many you I have? think I have 7 too what's your most uh, risque tattoo no not I'm risque mine are not I mean it's not risky but it's it's cute it's um I'm not wearing any panties this might be difficult mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a dragon it's a dragon right there it comes all the way down when I first got to LA mm-hmm. I met a girl and I was hanging out with her and right right over her vagina the tattoo said trouble uh, wait, I have I have my girl. True story. Wait, my fr- my friend Jennifer. You met? Have you met Jennifer? The, the one I went to. Oh yeah, I, I the, yeah, we DM each other. No scrubs on her pussy. Yeah, <laughs> my home my home girl. My home girl. No Where's she at? My home girl. She's a white girl from Sweden. It's fucking amazing. I love mm-hmm. it. My my home girl has uh, several very funny tattoos. Hi Amara. <laughs> that I, like we were friends for like a year, and I started looking at her. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck do you have on your body? Because are we even friends? What the fuck is this? Um, right, over her coochie, she has a happy face that says only only God can judge me. Oh my god! <laughs> this is a true statement. Oh my god! But but why the happy face? <laughs> it's very mischievous. Then on her ass, she has a, a cow spitting out cash, and I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, a cash, cash cow. cow. Wow! Oh, that <laughs> I was like, fantastic. I don't even. I'm not. I was just like, she has bubbles. A tattoo with some bubbles. And then she keeps wanting to get the death tarot card, and I'm like, I don't. I mean, she might need it. She might need some of her new set. Like her current self might need to die for some <laughs> for her to grow. That's actually what the cow I like. Card I, I like the cash cow. I like that. Shit. I bet you if you did. had a tattoo or you got one, what would it be? I always thought that I would get like a compass. Wait, I was thinking about getting a compass recently. Like a, really? Like a map compass? Yes. I always thought I would get like a map compass. My last name gonna, is Map. I was going to get one in Spain because I felt like, you know, <laughs> travel, like I want to travel the I'm world. I'm on a trip and, like, right now. I can mm-hmm. find, I can, yeah, I don't know what my reasoning was. It was deep, but I can't think about it right now. Mm-hmm. I, I do want some tattoos, some more. I want like a big piece. 
I, I go in so and out of wanting it, so I don't get it because clearly I have don't want it that bad yet. What do you guys have scars? What are your best scars? Uh, C-section scar. Really? <laughs> wow, that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's, that's a real, real scar. Uh, yeah, they took my guts out, laid them on the table. And you saw them? Small human. Um, I've seen the video. Yeah, Freddie has the video. Oh, he, he they let they let you videotape it. Yeah, they were like encouraging it. The the C section. My doctor was like, make sure you get the camera. Really? Okay, ready? That's so good. Because let me tell you guys. Mm-hmm. Doctors are so fucking shitty these days that even in natural births in hospitals, a lot of hospitals... Because they don't want to be liable. They don't want to be liable if shit goes wrong and you catch them on camera doing some shit that's not medically aligned. So that goes to show, bitch, you're doing something wrong if you're that scared. That you wouldn't want someone to cover their fucking birth. God, I could have done... I mean, it was cool to see, but that video was really I love intense. my birth video. I'm, I'm so into childbirth, though. Me and Luna yeah. literally watch home births I'm on so into childbirth? I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm amazing. By it. I, no, I want to be a doula. Like I think it's the most powerful. Like it's the most powerful thing you can witness. It's literally the like the gateway from the heavens to earth. You're witnessing like a time portal be born. It's the coolest shit ever. You know what I'm into? Mm-hmm. I'm into the way childbirth is obviously awesome. But I'm into like talk to like women that have given birth and I'm like so why did your breast start to make milk? And they go, and they go. Well, because I was pregnant, so I'll go. You mean you're telling me that you got pregnant, and the rest of your body just knew it was time to fucking make some milk? Yeah, <laughs> insane to me. And you know, you know the milk like like, like like talks to the baby. So if the baby gets sick, the saliva mm-hmm. communicates with your breath, and it will like up something or down. Like, it, do you guys understand how wild that is? I do. Or your tits leak when your baby's crying, or any baby. Like, you could be in the I, store, yeah. and you can hear a baby crying. Your tits will start to like. That's wild. It is. It's pretty wizardous. You need to. I need to send you some Instagrams. You need to follow. Oh my god! I'm so adding you. I really don't. Oh my god! We're gonna tag you in all the birthing videos. I'll be honest with you. I don't like because the 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 reality is that it it freaks me out and make me look at y'all different. Well, I want to talk to you about. Wait, remember that video? Did you see the video I sent him of the girl's stomach? Disgusting of the the stomach. I don't know what that was. Oh, like was like alien. Well, okay. Well, do you want kids eventually? Eventually, you come from a big family. Okay, so what about it? Are you are you afraid you're going to be traumatized from the pussy for life if you actually witness it more often? Or this is this is what I'm afraid of. There's there's things that like I try to over overstand things. Like I try to really delve into stuff and get a good grasp of it mm-hmm. but you just cannot understand the female body and the intricacies and all of that stuff but do you think it's because it's not normalized in, a, in a, like a, an enlightened fashion that all the images you've seen thus far are primarily like women screaming in the hospital you, you look sick you look like you're demented like maybe you have to see more like uncentered real home but like birth period to see like the hypno births you can go into the trans like there's women who like orgasm and laugh during during so childbirth I, al- I already know I don't want no part of that. I already know I don't <laughs> but you want, want no kids. part of Bitch, we're sending him all the videos. <laughs> all the videos. He's like, like stop it. sending me this shit. Wait, listen, listen. The last, I sent, I sent this guy, like, so, do you have a preference? When you have a baby, do you want to have a home birth or hospital birth? Or is this something you've never thought about until right now? I just want the baby to come out with all his fingers and toes. Right, okay. So, I, like... Um, most people are scared of it. They don't like it's unfamiliar, especially men, because it's not really normalized. So I kept sending him videos. I kept sending him videos. He was like, like I could tell he wasn't really looking at him. He wasn't responding. I sent him this one really good one that I'm going to send you right after this. <laughs> and he literally one one day he just messaged me. That was so beautiful. 
I cried. <laughs> I was like, breakthrough! Yes! I felt like I had, like, taken over one person. Like, yes, one person down. So, so, <laughs> you're that, on a voyage. Did you send me that the video? Journey. I'm going to delete the thread. No! I'm a, uh, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm, another thing about me is that being from the South... And be like, I'm squeamish. No, here's the thing. What is I think being from the no, south? no, no. Listen, because I, I southern think, men are very squeamish. But, about but, but you like grew up on a farm. I'm sure the animals birthed, and you had witnessed it. I saw it sometimes. So that didn't make you more. Then once you find the whoever is that you're just gonna have your baby, mm-hmm. and you go through a pregnancy with her, your perspective is gonna change. On Most this. definitely, because it's mm-hmm. gonna be your child. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to be right there. Hopefully, you think it's cool as shit that you're gonna see your fucking child come out of this woman. And you might pass out still. But I think... I do think that birth, and I I think that birth is a beautiful thing. And I think that, um, like, seriously, I marvel at women's ability. Like, we have a couple of girls in the office right now that are pregnant. And I just marvel at their ability to go through this. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like, there's stuff growing inside of them. And eating off them and all of that stuff like that. And, like, so it's just, it's interesting. But I'm telling you. If men had to do it, there would be no people. Yeah, seriously, the population problem wouldn't be a problem. How does that feel? As women, how does it feel How does it feel to know that, I mean, obviously biology plays into it, and we don't have to, so we can't, but how does it feel to know that you do something that is so obviously necessary? Well, I'm not just talking about getting pregnant. I'm talking about um, uh, carrying the child, like, uh, nurturing the child, feeding the child, even the relationship between mother and child, those same men are going to come into society and then shit on women. Oh, not my son. Not not saying that not saying that not saying <laughs> not saying that those uh-uh. kids will do that, but I'm just saying, how does it feel to be so necessary and then so marginalized? You're saying just kids in general? I'm just talking about society women. in general. Like you mean as a woman? Oh, I feel, like, under, woman, I feel yeah. underrated as fuck. Like, very underrated. Like, very, um, like, not acknowledged to the level of levels at all. And when you think about it, women should really be, and I'm not really not trying to gash out because it's just a thing. I'm, I'm really not. But when you think about it, women should be exalted. Yeah, I mean, we live in a patriarch society, and that's not for no reason. It's because the power that we have is great. I mean, just like in any other situation, you got to look at it. When something is scary and powerful, mm-hmm. they're going to always downplay it. They're going to always make it feel small, smaller mm. than what it is, mm. like so many other things that we know of. Also, men are just, like, <laughs> very straightforward. Like, we're very, like, men. Like, I had a, like, growing up, I was given, there was no complexity to the message that was given to me. You know what I mean? It's so basic, like, straight to the point. It's very, very straight to the point. This is what's expected of you. Right. If you, like, this is what you have to do to make something out of your life. It's very boom, 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 boom. You have to be this way, you have to be that way, you have to be this way, you have to be that way. And the man's goal, at least my goal, was to find the complexity in life. It was to find, it was to, like to understand that, like, it's dope to just stop and, like, look at a butterfly. Or, like, it's dope to just kind of take in life and not be so focused on things. I feel like inherently women um, have a different view of that. And they sometimes have to find the fact that it's okay to be focused and it's okay Mm -hmm. to be incredibly goal-oriented and go, yo, I need time for myself and I got to do this. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely social standards that we're conditioned to be, like, a particular way. Stop being conditioned, man. I'm trying every day, but there's Instagram. (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> I think I go through a, ra- a range of emotions. I go through being angry, then I go through feeling really empowered because I know that women are the shit, and I feel like, you know, you have to feel empowered in that, you know, or else you're just always going to feel like shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then you get mad again, like yeah. some dumb shit happens, and it goes, it's like a range of emotions. But I think women, I think women are stronger than ever right now. That's and, very true. Yeah. I think, and by the way, I think women are. I think women are stronger than ever, and I think that other societies where women have been empowered. And I'm not. I'm not just talking about from leadership standpoints. We're talking about financially. Uh-huh. There's a great documentary on it that shows how the U.S. is actually lagging behind other nations um, in all different aspects. Because people that can hear the sound of my voice, I know that you guys think that America is like number one. And everything, but <laughs> that's not true. The reality is that America is in incredibly wealthy and um, has the most feared military machine in the history of mankind. And really, outside of those things, that's it. Like there are not too many other things we can say that we are the best at. But there are other countries that are thriving, um, and those countries have empowered women. Not just like in the financial sector, in the political sector, all of, and we're lagging behind because there's not a diversity of voices here. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, America is pretty. We're black. You ain't gonna tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just women in general. Like, yeah, not even just black women for sure. But yeah. Um, what was I gonna ask you, Van? It's your podcast. Man. I don't know. I'm high now. So I told you we shouldn't get high. <laughs> we say this every day, every time we do this. Damn, we shouldn't get high. Oh wait, what did you say for single mom? You said something when we asked them when I. Diff- Difficult. difficult. I say difficult. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? You know, because you were the first male we've had on. Well, actually, we had a couple our, our last episode, mm-hmm. but it's totally different. You're a single black male. Are you single? No. Not single. Not single black male. Right. Um, but you're not married. and You don't have any kids. No. Okay. And but you've been single, like for the most part, like right, or like yeah. you've been in the relationship for a long time. How long have you been in this relationship? A while. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like like over a year. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I just want to know, like, what is your perspective on? Obviously, it's you've had a difficult time dating a single mother. Before, before yeah. But, but do, so you actually, so you would prefer to not date one, right? Or do you avoid them? Is your girlfriend now a mom? No. Okay. Uh, what's the question? Do you? Do you, what is your experience dating My, single mom? I've had two experiences, okay. and they were both horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I had two experiences. Baby daddy drama, or just... one of them was severe baby daddy. Drama. Oh damn! And the other one was like one of them was severe baby daddy drama, and the other one was like severe baby like kid drama. What do you mean? Elaborate on the kid drama. It was like a badass. The kid didn't kid? like you. Okay, so. Here's the thing. One of the relationships, like, I think I did something wrong. and But this is what I did wrong. It's like, I like kids, right? So I like to, like, play with kids. I like to talk to kids. Kids are fun. They're learning so fast that it's like, it makes me super happy because, like, a kid doesn't know shit one day. Like, literally, one day they don't know shit. And then the next time you talk to them, I'm like, yo, how can you, you know words? How does it retain all this information like, so like, quickly? Where, like, where are you getting all of this? And so um, uh, I started talking to her son almost immediately. And then this little nigga would not leave me alone. 
Like he he would like he would not. He leave. became attached. Oh, he would not leave me me alone. And then what happened was when things started going bad between us, she sort of used him uh, to try to keep you or try to try to manipulate like, yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She sort of she sort of used him um, to kind of do that, and that just ended up bad. She'd be like, "Yo, listen, I, I know you're not coming over here to see me." Cause you just out here doing whatever you're doing, but uh, Jamal would really like if you. Oh just came no, 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 no! That's not right. Like, like, not like, Jamal would really like, like, like That's a lie. Like, just, trying to get something. Like, Jamal would really like if you just came over here. You are you are not right to be using this. Or she would be like, "Yo, this game is messing up. He doesn't know how to fix it. He's no. come over here, blah, 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 blah. And then it would be weird because I would come over there like. Well, did you have love for this kid? Or was he really he annoying? He's cool, man. <laughs> he said he to get an interview. You're an asshole. You are an asshole. Did the relationship start to go south because he was overbearing? Yeah, because like it, 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 it didn't. It did because no, like I, mean, I, I came over there, there was Kids one. Spe- there was one specific time. There was one specific time to where I never get this. There was one specific time. This is maybe like I don't know, oh five or something like that. There was one specific time. So it was like, uh, it was like yo. I'm coming over. She's like, just come over. Well, you were young then too. I know. Oh, five. I mean, that's yeah, different listen, too. You're listen. not like a grown man now, Van. Well, I know, but she's like, she's like, come over. Like, I'm about to go. <laughs> he to knows sleep. he was annoyed. I'm about to go to sleep. Like, come over here before I go to sleep. Tie me up real quick. I'm like, cool. So I come over there. <laughs> I get up. So I get over there. Right. <laughs> she's already asleep. And so I'm like, yo, what do I do? Because it's like, I don't want to wake her up. You know, whatever, but whatever. But as soon as I get into the house, here comes this little man. And so what I was, I said, you know what I'll do? Like I'll play games with him until he goes to sleep. Then I'll wake her up and we'll see whatever, whatever. It's no games. You can't tell a kid no. Yeah. And he really annoyed me to the point to where that was. And then the next time I had somebody's, he was blocking the pussy. Um, he was. He knew what was going on. But then, 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 <laughs> he did it on purpose. You gonna fuck my mama? Is that what <laughs> you think? Play this game with me right you quick. You think you gonna fuck my mama? You Come know here. how long I can stay up? Let's play, let's play Halo. Let's play Halo. <laughs> fuck my mama. And then he would always say stuff because I would always be on about his grades and he'd be, be like, Oh, so now you gonna be my daddy, nigga? He'd be like, Mr. Van, just to let you know I got an A in conduct. And then I couldn't help but like love Reward, that. Right, right, right. Because he cared. And then the next time, somebody's baby daddy actually cut my car off. <laughs> I got out of the car and this nigga fought. <laughs> This okay. is in LA or at home? This was back home. That is. This nigga, me and this nigga fought. So after that, were you like, no more moms? So your so your dating experience with women who have children ha- was when we were much younger than not. Yeah, it was a lot younger. You've never off. you've never dated like a, a woman with a child as like a thirty five year old man. No, no, we were black. So because we of the blacklist, so because early. of those experiences, they've traumatized you, and you've gone about your you've tr- you've you've tried not to then, right? No, it's just it's, it's just how it happened. Yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. Nah, I mean, to be honest with you, no, but I, what I do realize is this, though. What I do realize is that if you are going to, um, if you're going to date someone that has children, then you have to be more engaged mm-hmm. and you have to take into consideration more people's feelings than just one. And you have to consider, you have to consider, this is the most important thing. When you're in a when you're meeting someone and you're trying to establish a relationship with them, any type of relationship, mm-hmm. like if, if you're trying to establish a friendship, if you're being friends with somebody, right? You meet somebody, you want to be their friend. You don't consider other people who are their friends. You consider your friendship with them. You don't really consider any other relationship that they have, right? 
when you're dating someone that has a kid, you automatically have to consider another super important relationship. Well, I think also has. you go through a whole, well, hopefully, I mean, at least in my case, in my dating life, I definitely don't, I'm not going to be introducing my kid to someone else, I'm to someone I'm dating for a while until I know for sure this is something that I want to do, this is something I know he wants to do. So in those, It doesn't matter whether or not you introduce him or not, though. He's going to have to understand that you yeah, have But I mean, by that point, yeah. you've already realized Chosen, yeah. that, you know what, I'm willing to, you know... Consider someone else mm-hmm. also because I I'm, I'm so into you where I want to you know explore this on mm-hmm. a deeper level. So I think it's you, also hard I, for y'all to for, for people with kids to understand that like we don't love y'all kids. No, no. it's not. Is it's it? Not. It's not. Because right. I'd be like, do you want to sign up for this? She's annoying. This is annoying. <laughs> like I do it because even it's when my I kid. run, I'm running at Echo Park. This morning, and I'm like, I'm gonna run over these. Women. At some point, you better love my kid. Really? Yeah, at some at point, point if yeah. Like if we're gonna be together, yeah, we're gonna that's, be a how you, that's how you know you really like really fuck with bitch. I mean, this, you know, if you really fuck with woman, and you, you will find yourself really loving that kid and tolerating it as if it's your own, because that's the defining line. Because if they still get your fucking nerves, mm-hmm. I mean, kids are annoying, but no, if, there's a level. There's levels. If you can, if you see yourself like I love you so much and I want to be with you, I can see us still starting a family regardless of the fact that you already have a small child and I'm actually like this person too, then you know it's it's real. Let's be real. Most of the people with kids are y'all. So we would have to be we would have to do that anyway too. So I just feel like men, like you have to like be open to both sides because nine, no, nine times out of ten no, but nine times out of ten women are the ones that are entering into relationships with with like without but children. But he, he's he's a hot commodity. He's not so he's but probably the, but the, re- he can the, reali- the reality is that Women are much are, are normally much more tethered to their children than men. Are. Do you True. think that it is too much to ask if a woman pr- would need you to love their kid if you all were going to get married and start a life together and be in a relationship? No, I think dating. Me, I understand that. Like right, dating, no, that's no, something no, I different. I think that's too much to ask. What I think is that it. To be honest with you, if you're going to start a life with some woman and marry her and like be with her. Then there are a bunch of even if she didn't have kids, there are a bunch of aspects into her life that you would have to heavily invest into other relationships. And, yeah, and so there are a bunch of different things that you and, the, and ho- hopefully, if you're going to marry a woman and 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 have that type of lifelong bond with her, you would want you, you wouldn't begrudgingly love her kid. You would, <laughs> want, right. you, would, you would want to start a relationship with that kid in order uh, to have a family and to build a family. You know, you, that's what you want to do. Do you find yourself as you get older still dating younger, younger and younger women? No. Mm-mm. I couldn't date a young guy. I can't date anyone younger than me. I, I mean, obviously, it's different. A guy older than me is men, like but... only fifteen in man years. So, like, if you date a young guy, it's gonna be like ten in man years. <laughs> no, you know, you, you know, and by the way, like. A lot of these issues that we're talking about, these are LA issues, man. What do you mean? Like it, like it, like it. Like I'm from a smaller place where everybody got kids by like where, 25. No, like it, when I was back home in Louisiana uh, this past time, it, I was. I'm looking at this group of children, and I was in every hospital room when they were all born. Right? They're old. Mm. Like when I say old. I'm like, my nephew's side comes in there. He goes, oh, Uncle Van, come in here, man. Let's, I'm like, how old are you again? He's like, I'm 17. I'm like, damn, these kids are old. 
And so in Louisiana, they grow, man. I'm 38. <laughs> they get older. They grow. I'm, they're born. Well, what I'm saying is, well, I'm 38. So are you. They, all of them, they're starting on their third kids. Oh, right. To be honest with you, it's getting to the point to where the kids could actually have kids now. Now, right, right. So where I'm from, it didn't, it, like, I was the only guy who made the decision to plan out my future. I was the only guy that said, this is what I wanted. Everybody else just fell into somebody, fell into a family, fell into all of these things. And you think in L.A., like, that's less likely because people are, like, hustling. There's more what, like... Well, I mean, a couple of... Number one, there are a lot of transplants here. So, number one, because there's so many transplants, it's less likely that you left a child to come here. True. Some did, but but it's less likely that you left a child to come here. Uh, and, And then, number two, with the amount of things that that people like people are always so on guard here i just think that there's a less chance of it just going down like my homies just i can't understand what happened they just started spitting out kids it got to be like two. <laughs> did they get married I don't... some of them got married i mean eventually you're saying your homies here or your homies home? my homies back home they just like we got to a point everybody's like yo bro she pregnant yo bro she pregnant oh yo, yeah it's pregnant. an age yo, range it starts like, to happen huh? but what what made us stop pulling out like, You're getting all education, a lot of things, a no, lot of factors. We used to pull out. Like, I, I asked, like, I, I really was very, I'm like, can I ask why this is happening? Maybe they wanted to start families. I think they did. Because it was getting tighter? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just like, what, what, what made it, what made them stop? Because like we, up to 22, 23. Nobody know? wanted that. Well, well, well pregnancy like, was your biggest fear. When it you, wasn't my biggest fear. It just was something. Also, remember, I was huge at this point, so it wasn't like I was smashing the whole fucking campus. So, like, I was... How big were you? Like, 360. Did you play football? Yeah, I did, but that's not why I was huge. <laughs> 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 it wasn't intentional? Right. Wait, so how long ago did you lose all the weight? Uh, I lost it maybe, like, 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, was, was that, like, around the time you moved to L.A.? Yeah. Was it L.A. that motivated your health to kick? No, I think that... Because um, L.A. is a very shallow place if anybody's never been here. <laughs> no, I don't think it was L.A. I think that, for me... Um, when I made a decision, when I made a decision that I was really gonna like go for it in life, mm-hmm. uh, there's this vision of me that I have, right? This vision of me that I look, and it's still this guy that I see and I haven't attained it. I, I can see him. Like, I really can. I can see what he's doing. I can see his mindset. I can see how he deals with people. And I'm like chasing him in a way. Hmm. And so that's like. Like your future self. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, I, I came here and I. I lost 130 pounds. Other than, like, your physical transformation, how would you say L.A. has changed you? Because Louisiana to L.A. Well, did you move straight from Louisiana to L.A.? After the hurricane. Um, how do you How do you feel like, do you think you've gotten Hollywood? Did any of your friends, because, like, Hollywood, I've seen translants come to Hollywood. Well, they're usually the most Hollywood ones. And, mm-hmm. and now they're on 3,000, like, look here, motherfucker, you need to calm down. I knew you well, came Well, because they're, from, they're depicting what they, they think. think is Hollywood, yeah. so it's elaborated. So how do you think Hollywood has affected you? I think it's affected me. Um, it, number one, it, the first thing it did was expand the scope of my brain. Hmm. Just how much I thought was out there. As far as me becoming Hollywood, like I'm not even skilled enough at life to be Hollywood. <laughs> and like, like to be Hollywood, you have to. There's a certain set of skills that that takes. Do you think you would be able to identify if you were Hollywood? Because most Hollywood people wouldn't say they're not Hollywood. Maybe not. But what I, what uh-huh. I like, like, well, like maybe not. But what I would say is, what I view as being Hollywood. I could never be it mm. because I'm just not that good. And what is the definition for you? Like, 
uh, seamlessly navigating social situations, um, dressing up, uh, having a car that like, like I make a really good salary, but you would never know about a cross tour, right? Because I got the trusty, dependable Honda cross tour out there. I just can't bring myself. I'm too Spend unnecessary money. I just can't do it. it yeah. I can't like I can't bring myself to every single stitch of the clothes I'm wearing right now was gifted to me. It's over. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Now. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think like being Hollywood, like I think that it takes effort. But for the people that are Hollywood, that's what they like. Mm. Like they like being out like all the time. They like uh, going to meetings that have no results. Everybody's meeting somewhere, but like nothing ever happens. That is like a definition no, of LA. Like no deals Let's ever actually happen. Let's have drinks. Let's have yeah. drinks to talk about it. Yo, I, it's like is anybody fucking working really? Uh, man, people hit me up like like people like man, come over here, man. There's so much stuff going on. Let's have drinks and talk about what. what and nothing got? ever comes. Yeah. But then you become Hollywood for doing that. Hollywood no, no, you're like, not Hollywood, oh. but that's how they perceive you. Nah, man, what you got? If I'm going to drive across town, you want to talk to me about something? Oh, yeah, I got something for you. Send me the deck, send me the house. That's hour. true. Because most, when of we the, text most of the brokest, not doing shit people are the most Hollywood ones. You know we text mean? them like, hi, Van, do you wanna, we're going to take you to dinner. He's like, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, because like, the reality, the reality is What that, do you ladies want to talk about? I'm like, he's like, us. No, the reality <laughs> is, we don't have, the reality is, if you need me to come do the podcast, or if you want to, we don't have to go to dinner to do that. Oh, but we wanted to. I know, I know, I get it. And but like, but my, my thing is like, we like, all of this shit. Like when you memo to anyone, like I don't, I'm not. You don't have to be my friend in order for me to be do business with you. So if you need something from me, tell me what it is. Tell me what you need from me. The, like don't could like when you when you hit me up in the DMs. Don't hit me up with no hard eyes so you can get on TMZ. Say, yo, I want to be on TMZ. Right. And then I, will I mean, send a, I respect the straight to the point. And then I will send a camera to you. Because I don't give a fuck about that. So, Who, like, what, what do you mean be on TMZ? Do you mean? Like, so, like, so, so, can you get to be a celebrity? No, she, you could definitely be on TMZ. I could definitely oh, be on Oh, so TMZ. like we could go to Delilah's and they're like, oh, Joel, uh, yeah. Erica. Like, yeah, I could definitely be on well, TMZ. Well, we can set you know, that I, you know how many people... <laughs> You know, you know what? I, I put like my next door neighbors on. Yeah, you about to see us on there, guys. No, I'm just yeah, I'm just saying. But, no. but just like if, you, no. if that's what you want, no, don't no. don't flirt with me. Don't be like, Dan, I really appreciate you to Kanye. With. Nah, dog, what you want? Like, cause I don't really have. Cause there are things that I actually want to do, and I have such I have so little time to do them. Let's just talk. Like, cause I will build with you. I'm not to a point to where I'm not listening to ideas. To where I'm not. Well, I'm turning people down like, yo, I'm too busy for this. Without, like, listening and hearing. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, I will build with you. Just be real with it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get... How do you, like, separate yourself from, like, constantly having to know what's going on all the fucking time, right? Because you kind of... What you mean? Just because... You work for, like, a... like a TMZ. Like, you always kind of Social... You know, it's very social. You're always in in the know of other people's lives. Mm -hmm. How do you separate yourself? How do you take a break from that shit? I don't. I mean, that was second nature to me. So, like, it the, the... There are a lot of things that I don't have any knowledge of um but my i think one thing is that in my 20s when i was a little bit more to myself my sphere of knowledge grew because being so introverted meant that i would just look at stuff i would just consume for there was a so you were an introvert you seem like an extra 
you seem like an introvert extrovert, but you were super a, introverted. Like you, were, I was like there was a long period of time where I was just in a room consuming writing. I would I would get information from the computer, put it in my head, and then download it into what I was writing, and just consume it and consume it and consume it and consume it. Film, music, pop culture, all of it. So by the time I got to TMZ, um, which was, it was Providence in a lot of ways that I got there. By the time I got to TMZ, I could regurgitate this knowledge in many different forms. And so now, habitually, I do that. Now I don't watch all of these dumb shows. Like I don't watch all of this 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 stuff but like habitually I just search like if I'm and you can retain the not like the yeah when I'm on when I'm watching something on TV I normally do it like with an iPad everyone does right and so for sure like when I'm when I'm with an iPad and I see stuff or I see I I just Google stuff to gain knowledge from it but it's just it's like a habit how long have you been working at TMZ eight years what were you doing before that I was running my own blog. I was writing for four or five different publications. And then before that, I was a producer uh, at a place called Capricorn Programs. We made, like, smaller shows. Was it all, like, social like social based or, like... Uh, I sold a screenplay or optioned one, and that got me out to L.A. And then I got a job with uh, um, Capricorn so I could stay here. And then that company went belly up for whatever reason. Still kind of don't know. Um... But, and after that, I started writing for Fansided. I started writing for, I wrote my own blog, which got picked up by Fox Sports. And then I wrote for uh, Flicksided, and I wrote for Rap Pages, and I just wrote everywhere. What's the blog that got picked up by Fox Sports? It's called The Sickle Master. And that's still up on Fox? It's gone. Oh, that was all sports-based? Mm-mm. It was sports satire. So I wrote about anything that I wanted to write about. Oh, but just kind of had to loosely be had to regarded be, it, But it didn't really even have to be about sports. I had... There, I used to write blogs when I first got to LA. I blogged everything that I first that I first did. I blogged like a homeless guy came up to me and he had great shoes on. You just wrote about, it. wrote about it. Wrote about it. So you're a writer. I mean, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So you, and then also you are a screenplay writer. So you want to yeah. create film, and is that your is that your ultimate not ultimate goal, but one of your ultimate goals in life is to yeah, create. Yeah, that's the end game. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So to just be a screenwriter, director, be working film. Yeah, that's the end game. Well, the I guess the real end game is to uh, create content, content scripted and unscripted that sort of um, uh, like pushes people forward. Like I was telling you guys about my mother before, right? Mm-hmm. So the story about my mom and kind of where she is in life right now. It's so typical mm-hmm. that I can't understand why anyone is, is that, discussing it. Yeah, and so you can make a you can make film and you can make art that empowers people in a way. I'll give you an example. And like I'm a kid, right? I'm talking about my mother, the most important person in my life. I'm a kid. It's 1989, 1990. I'm watching Do the Right Thing. Fantastic, beautiful, affecting, powerful movie. I'm watching Do the Right Thing, and um, I'm into it. Like, it's one of the first movies with adult themes, and I am, it's, I'm getting it. I'm getting the anger, I'm getting the sort of, the, the, the angst that everyone's going through in the back and forth. And my mother is really enjoying this, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, she's looking at this and she's going, wow, like, it's not, this isn't He-Man based, it's not Superman based, it's not even comedy, because we, we had watched Trading Places and all of those movies, mm-hmm. it's easy to laugh. She's like, he's getting this, he's understanding it. She sits down, she's watching it with me, and you know, I'm sure there are other reasons why she's watching it, because there's titties in the movie and whatnot. 
And um, hit you with the, the blindfold eyes. Yeah, now she didn't. But I was like, look, Rosa Perez, her titties. And, and so uh, my mother looks at me and she goes, um, she goes, you see Mookie, Spike Lee's character. And, and I'm like, yeah. She's like, just to let you know, Mookie wrote and directed the movie. Oh right. And I'm like, what does that mean? And she goes, well, he made it all up in his head. And then when they were making the movie, he stands there and tells everybody what to do. And my response to my mother was, they let black people do that? Oh, shit. And she went, i never forget this. She was so taken aback. She goes, yeah, baby, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, I never knew that. I w- it was foreign to me. To think about it in those terms. That that was something that a black dude could do. So, and it shouldn't have been, but for whatever reason, it was. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, when I was from, like, when I was from at that point, anybody that was in an authority figure was a white guy. Yeah. And so, for me, I'm looking at that, and that movie changed my perspective of not filmmaking, but of life. Life, yeah. And so, film and art has the capability to do that if it's weaponized properly. And yeah. so that's kind of like what I like to do, or what I would, would like to do. Yeah, I agree. I think it's inspirational. And I think, you know, now that you say that story, I've always really, really liked Spike Lee joints, because my dad, I, saw, I watched Crooklyn like 75 times as a child. Yeah, that. That's like, one of his worst ones, but go ahead. <laughs> but as a young girl, <laughs> yeah. but as an adult, yeah, I'm like, this is really sad. She I don't even know why the f- Yeah, I like She Hate Me Too. I like all Spike, but she I also, I remember yeah. thinking like, oh, that's, oh, he wrote this movie? My dad's telling me that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, that's his sister? Yeah. And it would be, like, obviously, right. it's, it's so pro-black, so mm-hmm. Uh, like naturally you you become attached to it because there's like you picking hair and there's like things you can relate to but I think you putting in that perspective that probably was a lot of why I enjoyed it so much because it was like inspiration and it's like you, you, you oh you could do this shit too and also we don't have to be like it don't we don't, we don't have to have sit through movies where it's like message like one thing that black people we're complicated like people period we're complicated it's not always going to make sense I mean sometimes it's going to be ratchet Sometimes it's going to be... No, it's true. But it's, yeah. it's like, I think I think what you said that, you know, you can't believe any, but no one's made this film. It's because that film has probably been made with white people. It's just, we don't see the different stories that of, like, being black and the black perspective and realize that a lot of, I mean, we're all humans at the end of the day. Yes, we have different experiences because of the color of our skin, especially in America. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like we're just now starting to see, like, for example, a show like Insecure. You see, like, a regular white, I mean, black woman, sorry, white, black woman in her early 30s, late 20s. And, and it's so simple. It's not even really an end game, but it's, like, it's so very simple. It's just about this one girl's right. life. And you, <laughs> like, you can relate it. to it, yeah. you know? So And the shit, like, this, the everyday stupid shit in, in the corporate world, in the office, like, stupid shit white people say to you, and you're like, <sighs> Another day, you know, but that's, it's so good. Well, that's why right now such an exciting time, you know, watching film and watching TV because you're starting to see experimental black shows where you're like, black people weren't really, I mean, there are like, there's shows that are experimental. No, what did we just watch? Uh, And we got high before we watched it? Um... Random Yes. I love that show. I was like, what is going on? That's crazy. I woke up this morning, 4 a.m., and I had never seen it. I'm like, yo, why haven't I watched this? It's us. And I it's watched so, the show, and I was like, "I love that guy." Going crazy, yes. it was fantastic. Yes. because we don't see our, we see we ourselves don't. this way, that way, but rarely do we have this like artistic expression of all these right. things that it's embodied in this creative place this on HBO. Wild and letting your mind go free and not have to tell it like 
one. I mean, it is. It was it like is, Adult Swim. It has a thread all the way through. Exactly. It has a thread all the way through, but it's just like. Which one did y'all watch? The first. One. The first one. Yeah, I still yeah, have to watch the second one. First one's tough. It like the 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 first one's the first one's great, but the first one they spent a lot of time on that character Rita the Reaper, mm-hmm. and that's a scary ass character. She was so scary. Like, like, we it, got it, high, and I was like, should we have gotten high? Nah, fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, got- it, like they they like. Later in this last episode, they did a little stuff thing with her, but like all of that talk about like that's it that was freaking me the fuck. Yeah, me like, too. I was like, I was like, like oh my I, was, I was trying to like interpret it in like an artistic way, but I'm like, this is kind of creeping me out. And then I kept thinking, this is a 30 minute show. How long have we been on this segment? Yeah, it, yeah. it's been a but, lot of time with her. Well, but, you know, it's just gonna set it's setting it up for something. Well, you know, in the last episode, they I don't know if you guys saw the last episode. In the last episode, they went a little, they delved into it a little bit deeper. But, but it does pull you in because it's so weird. Yeah. But there was such a funny scene. And it's all like grainy. It looks like like the, like mm-hmm. the early seventies or some shit. Yeah. Like in, in something, and this is another reason we're talking about. Like so, in the last episode of the show, the the girl was going to the police office, the police station to uh, talk to you know to report sexual assault. And when she was there, this is something that we don't talk about a lot. When she was there, she met a friend of hers that she knew. And the guy was there because his girlfriend was making him come there so he could report a sexual assault that happened to him when he was a kid. Mm. And he said something that I've heard from so many of my homeboys. I know so many guys that when they were 9, 10, 11 years old that had like an older black lady uh, or an older lady in their community touch them or touch have sex with them. I know, I know a lot of them. Me like, too. Oh, like, me and, too. And, and, and like they'll be like, and even him, he's like, you know, because, you know, this was how I was supposed to learn. This was before that whole Netflix and chill movement. And you could see in his face, he it was funny it. as hell, that he was he was kind of getting worked up about it. Um, but I know so many dudes that, like, I'm like, homie, you were molested. Yeah, this is a, tra- this is a traumatic <laughs> experience that probably has, like, affected you greatly as an adult and your, how you love and how you interact. Yeah. And they don't even register it as such. I always ask men, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Was it an older woman? And were you tra- like? Do you feel like that was uh, like inappropriate? It's I always like 17. a baby. I was yeah. saying answer those questions. <laughs> I was seventeen. Or she an older woman? Older black woman? She was not. She was the same age. As she you. was uh, the same age, and it was weird because I went from not having hardly any sexual experiences to everything just coming at the same time. And uh, you know what's crazy? How long did it last? Well, the first time I, I tried to have sex with this different girl, like, I couldn't get. You couldn't get it together. It couldn't get. It wouldn't happen. I remember hearing that she even went, "Come on, fan." <laughs> oh God! Oh, God. She didn't like me for a long time. You were time. nervous. Yeah, we were in the car at Olympia Stadium, Baton Rouge. This is 1997. We're like, we're we're in the car, and like, at first, I was such a jokester that at first I had tried to kiss her, and she was like, <laughs> "Get off me!" And then then she then she told me later, she's like, "What if he was really trying to kiss me?" So then I, and she had was very experienced. I rolled over, I got on top of her. And I just all three hundred and sixty pounds of you. I was thin. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, okay. I, was, I was thin. Okay. I'm like, um, and she's like, and it just didn't work. And it just, I, it, it didn't. It wasn't gonna happen. I was too nervous, too worked. Did up. that make you? Yeah, make you not try you, for a long time. How did that make you feel? Did you feel like? It, well, the first thing I wanted to do is I did not want that to get around campus. <laughs> Please don't tell anyone. I did not want that to get around campus. But she really liked me, so she she wasn't. As a matter of fact, uh, at that same time. I like right after that I started talking to a girl who was like her friend and she was like please 
listen, I know that you guys have been going back and forth for a long time. Don't tell her anything about what happened between us and just whatever. And then, for some reason, y'all heard over there? There's a bug. Oh, my God. Like, I swear, it was a fucking gnat. It's gone. It was a spider. It was not it's, a spider. It was, it was, it was spider. flying, bitch. Lord, this but, stuff. I can't remember. Actually, I do remember. Yeah, we 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 had sex. It was in my 1988 Ford Taurus, and then it lasted for a while. Now, the first time we were actually in a bed together, it didn't last at all. It was like, yeah. That was that. But me and that girl had so much sex. Did you learn a lot from your first sexual I did. encounter? I did. How did you learn how to eat pussy? She told me. I, I remember it's like I was down there sticking my tongue in the hole. Oh no! And then, and then she back. was. And then she was like, she was like, uh, you know, just like a little piece of skin. And never forget this moment. This is exactly what she said. She's a, and that this this woman went to Harvard. And she's a doctor now. She goes, um, she goes, you know, there's a little piece of skin like above. And I was like, oh, show me. And then she was like, yeah, yeah. But I, I had to teach her how to suck dick, too. So it was like, and so then it was like, and then after that, I was on that motherfucker. Like, I was. Oh, so you weren't like, you didn't suffer from the black man syndrome where they don't eat pussy. I, I was obsessed with every aspect of sex from the jump. I'm normal. Like, I was, I was obsessed from the jump, every aspect of sex. And like, the more, then she came to college with me. And then we didn't have to like sneak. Oh right, it's like a whole new world and of then it was like freedom. Like ridiculous at that point. How old were you when you had? Was she black? Yeah. When was your first white girl experience? White so woman experience? Oh no, actually it was before. And what do you do? do, do it you was think, like the, there was a white. Do you think there's a that, difference in sex? I mean, I know it's a stupid question, but like. Some people would say there is, and some people are like, "No, of course not. A body's a body." You know what I mean? So difference. There's not a difference in a sex. Sex from an anatomical standpoint. Oh no. There sometimes can be a difference in mindset. And mindset mm-hmm. for you or for her. I mean, period. And while this is what I'll say, and by the way, this is not. I'm, I'm trying not to generalize. I'm talking about my experience. Mm-hmm. It, like, um, like freedom is a weird thing. Freedom colors everything in your life, right? So, the more free you are, a lot of times, the more uh, adventurous, the more experimentational you are, a lot of different ways. Because you don't really care what people think of you because their thoughts of you have much less social weight. A lot of sisters, at least in the past, I'm speaking in the past when I was really doing my thing to a heavy level, a lot of sisters, they cannot... The social weight of, of of you dragging their name through the mud is it's it's, it's such a they're so afraid of that that they can be free not sexually be who they want to be. Didn't you guys talk, uh, didn't you and Weezy talk about this on your last podcast? I think yeah. I saw I saw yeah. I listened to this about and I was thinking I was thinking long and hard about mm-hmm. that like being as black women or women of color. Do you feel like less? open and less able to be like sexually expressive openly like unlike like versus like a white woman and do you okay i think those things are changing now but i think i think then uh it was like and you've experienced that firsthand like your sex versus sex with a black woman versus a white woman you've had much more freer experiences with white women it it well then for sure like it was like it it was like there was like nothing that a there's no there's nothing that a white girl would do that would make her a whore 
Like at that point, there was a point. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. There was there, that's there was not a, necessarily true. No, 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 no. That's not true. No, no, no. In her mind, I don't think that's true either. I'm yeah. telling you right now that with some of the ones that, that there have been white women that there's definitely I have white friends and I'm like oh my god that was I feel like a whore. I'm a whore. I felt three might, guys in the same day. Like, but guess what? They did it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, like they. But guess what? Black though? women do it too. They, they, I'm not saying they that just they don't. don't. Tell you they, they, that might be true. But what I'm saying is, shit, they wasn't doing it for me. But like, like, what I'm saying is, they did it though. They might, they might feel that way, but they did it. And so for me, I'm not saying it in any way. By the way, I'm not saying in any way that there is any type of. I don't disagree with you. Let right. me say that I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I also think that there's two sides of that there is one thing is I would always this is something I never understood like brothers would come down hard heavy we had these girls at Southern we, they, they were called dick sucking crew right oh, these, oh, these girls were my these girls were my friends self-identified dick wait they sucking yeah self-identified that it was called to them and then they, they embraced it DSC like yeah okay. these they, like these these were my girls these were my friends these were these girls were like one of the girls I had dated in the high school because it was taboo to suck dick yeah like, like and, it, and it was and it was and it was a weird thing because I remember. Well, also you was your is your crew black, and they're but white. But my crew, but my crew wasn't the ones calling them this because they were our friends. Oh, it was the, the rest of the guys around. But sometimes yeah. I even feel like white women will hypersexualize themselves for black men because they, they feel like that's what black men want. Right, mm. and also also they're savvy because they've heard these criticisms, so they've heard this stuff. This stuff gets put out there. They've heard this stuff. Also, by the way. There is less consequences that like I know a dude, we went to we went to 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 spring break. He saw a girl in a wet t shirt contest. Mm-hmm. Spring break, titties everywhere, ass twerking. They're married. Like 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 I there's worse things than the wet t there's, there's, No, but wait, 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 wait. but if she was a black Do woman, it would think, not be his uh, wife. You are fucking crazy. We're gonna go to Galveston. And you gonna marry one of the chicks in the twerk contest? My niggas would never do that, mm-hmm. ever. Right, right, right. I remember they were hanging out. <laughs> we were all together when they were hanging out. And about the third day they were hanging out, one of my homeboys was like, "Hey, yo, you like this? This bitch showed the titties to all in Mexico. You don't fucking." And he's like, "Dude, don't fucking talk about her like that." <laughs> yeah, and like, you know what I'm saying? And they 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 dated for all through college, and then they got married. Mm-hmm. And then now it's a funny story. Now it's like, man, now we, we all hang out. It's like, man, you want to tell tell everybody like where we met? And I'd be like, well, I think that's true. There's like, you know, she's just a party crazy white girl. So the thing is, there was no there was no social ramifications for her getting up there and having a good right. time. Like it, it meant nothing. Like she right. could go up there and show her titties well, and still have a great family and still have like that stuff like that, and not be blackfisted. Yeah. So of course, if you didn't feel like there were any. Um, any consequences, you would live your best life. As, you know, and and I feel like sometimes uh, sisters don't have that 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 luxury. No, they don't. So for that reason, you identified the word "white woman" as dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. That is it's not really that I, that I identified the word "white woman" as dangerous. What's the first thing that came to mind? The reason why no, the reason why I identified them as dangerous is because they are dangerous in multiple ways. They, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, could you see yourself marrying a white woman? No. Would your family be accepting? Yeah. But you don't. Why, why wouldn't you see yourself marrying a white woman? Because uh, man is pro-black, man. I mean, I'm happy about it. I'm not, you know that's how not, I feel. That's I'm just not, kidding. No, that's not it. The, re- the, okay. the reason why is just because... Because you know why I ask? You know how many black guy friends I uh, like? I say, like, I want to know how... 
how can you feel really deeply understood? And they're like, it doesn't matter. Da, da, da. And I, I think it's weird. Like, if I mean, I'm not saying that someone outside of my race can't really understand me, but there are things we experience as socially, like that, like other races just genuinely do not understand because you've never experienced it. So I think it's like it's not weird, but it's I, an obstacle. It, I get it. I, 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 for me, it's just that like it. I. You know, I have a lot of white people that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. Friends, close friends. I mean, they, they all annoy me to some degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? I they, like, it, it, it's, it's not even in a bad way. It's just like, man, get out of here, bro. You, you, <laughs> like, me you know too. I mean, I'm happy you admitted it because it's me too. You know and they're my best friends. They're my, like, cool as hell. Like, my people love everyone. I, I'm, I'm one of the most well-liked people in the team's office, but it's like, get out of here, man. Come I don't want to hear that fucking story. Fuck, get fuck out of here, dog. Like, <laughs> no, you know, sometimes you know, I feel the same way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, and Shut plus, up. and plus, I will say this. This is a, a vision of my family that I have. And it's not me and a bunch of little beige motherfuckers. <laughs> hey. Like, watching hey. American Idol. I'm saying, it's just not. You know what I'm saying? It's not. This it's, nigga it's, said watching American Idol. Because white people not, love American Idol. Right. It's not, it's not just me. That's just like not, that's not the vision of my family that I have. You see, like, I see a bunch of little chocolate motherfuckers watching Harlem Nights and, and laughing their asses off. Mm-hmm. You know, I see, I see, that's what I see. And I, and it is not, it's not even like, there's, it's nothing against, like, why, it, it's, it's, it's stupid, really. It's tribalism and it's stupid. And to be honest with you, if society were, if we break the chains of society and we, destroy these constructs of race which race is really only a conduit to white supremacy anyway so if we if we if we break these things in future generations man swirl it up but for me there's just too much in there like i get they ask, sometimes why people ask questions and i'm like yo man sh- shut up like see like seriously now it doesn't matter what you know what i'm saying so it would be annoying for me What's one very annoying white question that you've been asked recently? Very annoying white question that I've been asked recently. Well, I've been Maybe have some tips for our white listeners. <laughs> if you're white and you ask your black friend this recently, do not. Oh, that, there's there's one, there's like a, there's one tip that all white people can do. Okay. Except the programming. This is what it means. This is not just for white people. Yeah. It's for men too. Except the programming. So yeah. here's the deal. I've been black for 38 years. I know, at least from my experience in my community, uh, you know, what things tick me off, what things trigger me. I know why they trigger me. They've been triggering me for a long time. You are not going to be able to convince me that I am wrong about these things. You're only going to piss me off. Because this is my life experience. Right. You're you're only, so you're not going to be like, well... You're not going to be the one to make me see that I was wrong about this. You're not going to be the one to make me see I was wrong about police brutality. I was wrong about profiling. I was wrong about any of these. It's not going to happen. You don't have that power. I know that America has taught you that every single thing under the sun you can manipulate. I know that that's been your life experience, that whatever you want, you can do. because that's. But you can't do that. So when I say, yo... This is fucked up. Just go with it. I'm not going to try to make it. I'm not just going to try to uh, imprint it on you. I'm not going to make it your fault. I'm going to say this is what it is. The most, just listen to me. Yeah. Just listen. So, 
I can't help but think about your experience with Kanye West with this because he's mm. a black man, right. basically. So how do you how do you deal with something like that where it's your own you people? Because oh. Kanye essentially said, you know what he said. So yeah. it's just like, how do you deal with that with your own people? I feel like that's a lot in LA. I think you have to come across like very conditioned, um, all lives matter black people in this like. Hollywood arena and it that's even fucking more frustrating to me because it's like nigga you've been back your whole life don't act like you don't know well also with with people you know black is a race but it's also a cultural identification right so you don't have to be black and be black yeah, you, you can, you can be hip hop culture you can be like <laughs> there's no. many different variations of what black is yeah so what, 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 what I'm saying is you know, Kanye West or anybody is free to have the beliefs and the, the 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 ideology that they have. He can think whatever he wants to think. But if I think that he's wrong, I have to challenge him. Do you feel more triggered by someone black having those views? Because essentially, I feel like his views... I'm, I'm a little bit confused by his views because he's really hard at articulation. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> uh, they seem to be what a lot of white people might think. Or not might think, but... Thoughts they've had and maybe won't say a lot. They've had, but I think also he wants black people to think more progressively. I understand that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, but it's not progressively, though. No, it's not progressively, but in his mind it is. In In his his mind, mind, it's all about, well, I think part of it is forgiveness. And where are we now? And and what are we going to do now? Yeah, but let's, let's, let's discuss that, though. To what end? Like, it... Have the Jews forgiven anyone? Yeah, that, and you can't you it, can't it, move forward right. without acknowledging well, the, the, well, the strife and not, the, the results of it right now. Right, but understand this: it's not it's not even really about forgiving anyone. It's acknowledging. Like, it's, there's, no, there's really there's really no one to forgive. It's like those people are all dead. What I like what I'm saying is that right now Jews eat matzah, right? Mm-hmm. They eat matzah because thousands of years ago there were Jews who couldn't eat anything that was risen. No, no bread. They didn't have any yeast. Mm-hmm. So those people ate matzah. So these people eat matzah. Mm-hmm. Whatever has happened to them culturally has tied them together. It doesn't make them any stronger to be like, yo, that was them and this is us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them any culturally better to be like, yo, we forgot about all of that. It's actually the opposite. The opposite. The only trick that they try to play that the only people they try to play that trick on is us. Right. Like it's been in the past. Forget it. Forget Move about forward. it. By the way, it's like four hundred years. years. There. And by the yeah. way, it's one hundred fifty years ago. It's, it's, it's like really it's, it's, it's not. Yeah. So the only people <laughs> that, they, that they do that. As a matter of fact, and by the way, America doesn't do that to itself. What's the slogan behind nine eleven? Never forget. Right. When, every- like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, when the Alamo came and they, they, and they were fighting not the battle of the Alamo because white people lost that one, but when they came back and they won, it was a different one. They were like, remember the Alamo. Like, they, they <laughs> never. The only people they a, that a day that will live in infamy forever. December 7th, 1951, 1941, the attack on Pearl Harbor. Every single year, we have a fucking celebration, right? You were you you remember. So the only people that they say, "Yo, the bad shit," you'll be better off if you forget, forget about all it. Things. Don't, well, don't let's start your history it. learning here, and let's teach you everything you know about yourself only through this this context. But yeah. don't bring it up, and, and don't blame any of your fellow brethren about that now because it was so long ago. Right. And then it's also like, look how y'all act. Look yeah. at this. Look at how you're acting in your communities. Look at this black-on-black crime without addressing, hey, why the fuck do you think we don't have knowledge of self right. and cultural anything, unity, because we don't know who the fuck we are and where we came from. And we're actually thought to look down on those roots right. opposed to embracing them and moving forward in a community setting. Yeah, and with Ye, it's like, it's not even about him being black. It's about 
the weaponry of his of his mind, right? Well, he has what he's like. He has white privilege. It's and, crazy, right? And he has not, such mm. a he has <laughs> such a platform. Well, yeah, and so misinf- any misinformation from him that's not challenged, it's it's really destructive. He's reprogrammed though. Like I don't. See I'm him, so proud of you for him. fucking addressing that shit. Like. I was like, yes, God, I love this man. I was like, like, yes, Jesus. But, um, yeah, that was disappointing to say the least. But I I couldn't help but think about that when you were talking about, about, you know, white people triggering you when they say certain things because... I noticed, like, we're pro-black. And I noticed on your podcast you do, like, a a free ad for black and brown people. You did something with the NAACP. and then obviously your uh, Kanye thing. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're like with your platform a black activist? No, nah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. The reason why I shy away from that is because, um, first of all, there are activists and these people are on the ground every day doing shit, putting their safety and their um, their livelihood on the line. I'm a guy with opinions, and I use those opinions to kind of get out my like the things that I think activists or people that are going into communities taking guns out of their hands putting books in their hands feeding them and, and, and working for social justice every day it's our job as people with platforms to empower those people to do their work that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to make sure that those people um, have the resources and the attention that they need to be able to do their work because while I want to write movies other people want to like give like they, they're handing black people freedom mm-hmm. and these people that are doing this aren't all black they're people from all different types of walks of, of life and they're doing that so I, I wouldn't say that I'm an activist at all but um, like I'm from the south like the real south so my my head is like my ideas are informed through the lens of looking at a black servant class like when I come to LA and I go to a fast food restaurant or to a restaurant, any type of restaurant, the people that are working there are all Mexican, right? Your valets are Mexican. Mm-hmm. People giving you your they're food. They're not Mexican. all Mexican, but like a they're different. They're from all, all over the place. Like they're they're all Latino. fair enough. They're all Hispanic, right? Yes. That's by and large the servant class that's here. When I go back to when I go back home, those people are all black. All your valets are black. All your fast food workers are black. All the your busters and your all of those people, they're all black. So I think in terms of um, a sort of binary free and not free attitude. And how do we get freer? Because what I've seen uh, a lot of places I've been is a sort of a form of neo-slavery um, that has to do with sort of uh, mental and economic uh, disenfranchisement and I'm never going to be in a place where I don't see that where I don't feel that where I don't want to attack and destroy that ever I'm never going to be it doesn't matter how much happens for me how many people I be, I'm around what diversity I see I'm never going to be in a spot to where I'm not like yo we need to be doing better mm-hmm. ever I don't know I mean I don't know how I mean I'm sure people get to a place where they get numb to it but I don't I don't see myself ever getting them to. It happened to Ye. Yay! If you listen to Ye when Ye first came out, well, it's, it's also like he, he has he doesn't have any people around him that are black. He might have a few, but like he's around. He's in a white family with 
with women that you know I feel like major white privilege and he thinks so him too I mean they're they're not white but like but that's the thing like I know you've like we've had this conversation before where like you talk about Kim Kardashian and her family some of them are yeah like you know she's a Bruce sign but at the same time they but they are white yeah they they live their life as with white privilege but I'm sure Kim before she was maybe Kim experienced some sort of racism racism for being Armenian but but Armenians are like really obviously infamously known in LA to be racist in LA yeah, I mean, most people can't Nowhere else? Yeah. Like, I don't even know any Armenians. You well, know, because we, we grew up in the Valley, so we know hella Armenians. See, for me, that's another thing. For me, L.A., once again, you, you come out to L.A. and you have a whole... Different d- spectrum d- of, of nationalities. There's so many different nationalities. Where I'm from is white people and black people. I think also, like, it has and to Mexicans. do with... I think it also has to do Not with really. mental... Not yeah. really. They're, they're Mexicans now, but there weren't there weren't when I was living there. There was there, there there's been an influx of Latinos, but when I was in Baton Rouge, there weren't really any. Even when I lived in LA and I went to school in Atlanta, I, I realized that there isn't like even on the East Coast, like I can identify like an Armenian person, a Persian person, like I can I know all the different races, and that doesn't exist in other places. It's like black or white, Russian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other question, mm-hmm. um, you being from down south, are you like religious? Yeah. You, what would you identify as? I'm a Christian man. You're a Christian man. Okay, mm-hmm. so you believe like in Jesus? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> as your savior? As your savior? Yes. <laughs> Do you feel like you're in church right now? I always feel so intense when I say that because I felt like for a long time, like, even though I didn't grow up religious, um, when I finally like was like, I don't think maybe Jesus Christ isn't my savior, I felt really guilty saying it. Like, I was like, especially mm, from like bl- from like black people, like, what did you say, bitch? The worst thing you can do be in my the worst thing you can be in my in, in that community is an atheist. Is well, an atheist. I'm not an atheist. Do you go to church every Sunday? Nah. Okay, but this is my other question because you are pro black and you do believe in Jesus Christ as your savior. And I know, like, one of my biggest th- like I went to church voluntarily, like in college, because I, I enjoyed like the spiritual like push of like a mass of people like all coming together for like unity and things. Mm-hmm. But my biggest thing was like. A lot of churches, you see, like, this huge white image and blonde hair of this, like, Jesus Christ Savior. Every church. Savior. (laughs) And I have a problem with that. Um, Just because, like, you're not saving me. Like, I don't know. It just never made sense. And especially, like, thinking about slavery. Like, this is something they specifically gave black people to be like, it's okay. The book says, take it. And I can't can't imagine, like, and I think it's so strange because, I mean, it's not strange. It makes perfect sense why religion is so heavily, like black people cling to you know or there's a lot of religious people down south but it didn't make sense to me that we so easily accepted this white image even till today when obviously like there's so much hmm. well when they break you down and get you at your lowest point I mean you gotta yeah well like there are things that and are truth things, and then there are things that are lies but there are also things that are inspirational about like there's not not everything in Christianity is bad no you know I'm not I mean? saying that I mean I've been to Christian schools for hella long no, no I get what you're saying like and these 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 things are very complex, but once again, the things that are true and the things that are lies. Okay, now if you read your Bible, yeah, there uh, there are tons of lessons in your lessons in your Bible that tell you the way that you're supposed to live live your life. Right? Some of them are contradictory. Okay, um, some of them were completely washed away. Right? The like the new covenant covenant Jesus Christ washed away a lot of the things in the Old Testament. Um, the easiest way to subjugate any group of people is to make them accept your language and your religion because 
if they talk how you talk and they believe in the God that you believe in, you can make them program to do whatever you want yeah. to do. It doesn't matter what God, what religion that right. is. That's always what happens. So it takes over someplace and they install a religion there. Um, now, in terms of uh, a white Jesus, it's just not possible. It just wouldn't have been. It's Scientifically, just, it's, it's just not possible. The question is not whether or not, because every, um, because every sort of race has their god, and they draw their god the way they see their right. god. Right. The question is, why did it take us so long to reject that image? Right. That's true. And the answer is because we couldn't read. So, if if you get if you get a bunch of people in here, the 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 knowledge that it would have taken to sort of access the information that we needed to understand that that was a lie, even if we would have had it, we couldn't have read it because we couldn't have read it because it was illegal to teach a slave to read. So it, everything about um, how black people have, have been programmed in America is about access to information, and then can you undo? the cultural damage that has been done once you have the truth. Right. So a lot of the stuff that, you know, that has to do, and there's a lot of more information, there's a lot more information about Jesus Christ out there that's controversial, and if people want then go get it. True. I agree with that. So speaking of Jesus Christ, yes. this is not speaking of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I told you before, we have a segment on our show called Horror stories. Horror stories. Yes. Yeah, you know we love to Horrors. go from 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 God to fucking. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any horror stories that you can share with us, man? Oh, now, what exactly is a horror story? anything it can be uh like something really like freaky nasty freaky nasty that you did that like with you would cat would society might categorize as whorish mm-hmm. or it could be like an extremely traumatizing sex story like a horror story like horror extremely traumatizing H-O-R-R-O-R. sex story it's extremely traumatizing okay not i mean this is scary scary Oh, I have. No, it's not, not frightening. I have a good one. <laughs> we're not acting. We're not asking for your molestation story. No, I, have, no, okay. I, have I have a good one. Um, so there was like a like they used to give away these. They used to give away condoms at like at 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 Southern University. All different types of condoms. You just walk in the student union, you take the condoms, right? And it is different condoms and stuff like that there's these one condoms called like a kiss of mint you ever heard these condoms before it's like putting a listerine strip in your mouth and then it was like they were oral sex pussy. condoms right uh, oral oh. sex they were condoms, oral sex Ooh, condoms. Well, I do not want no mint on my pussy so but listen here's the thing though so this girl comes over or is it for your dick it's for it's for you your, your dick. dick. Oh, and then so you she tastes you, it. She tastes it when she's giving you head. And it's like it's probably tingling for you, right? I don't know. Okay. Like, this is back when people put so, condoms on dicks to give head. Right. Well, <laughs> they, wanted, they, wanted, they wanted you to do it. Right. They wanted you to put the condom on the dick. So she comes over and she uh and I go get the condom. Like, yeah, I'm about to smash, blah blah blah. And I put the condom on and then she uh 
I'm, I'm fucking her. She goes, yo, I don't know what's going on, but this is burning. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You, didn't read the, like, you didn't read the packaging? Nah. You just thought, and yeah, and that's and deceiving. I'm like, I'm like, what? And she's like, no, nah, just keep going. Oh, no. And then she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, for real. I don't know what's going on. Like, this is burning. This hurts. I'm like, all right, cool. Cool. And she's like, then she starts looking at me. And she goes, what's wrong with you? Like, why is this burning me? It's and like I'm literally like, the term, you burned me. I'm like, immediately. what do you mean? She's like, nothing. Leaving. Going home. So she leaves and she, she goes. She goes. She leaves. And I still don't know what's going on. Because I really don't know, like, what's... <laughs> What's what's happening? So, she gets like an infection. Yeah, I'm gonna say this sounds like a fucking yeast infection. Yeah, when so it's she happen. she gets like an infection. So like, it's two days later, and this was a situation to where my brother was uh, <laughs> my brother was um, shout out to Ian. Be here Thursday. Uh, my, my brother was at that point dating her friend, ended up marrying her friend. I was with her, so everyone was in the same thing. But then, like a couple of three days later, like none of the girls would talk to me. Like none of she them. She told talk everyone to me. that he had like a spicy dick. Like none uh, of STD them would. Like, yeah. So like so none of them would talk to me. And then my homeboy Ryan goes, he hits me up because my crew is ruthless, right? My homeboy Ryan hits me up that Friday, like, oh my nigga. I'm like, what? He's like, say, bro. <laughs> Anything you need to tell me, dog? Oh no. And I'm like, nah, man. He's like. You got some dirty pussy somewhere or what? And I'm like, what? What are y'all talking about? He said, yo, man, uh, blank, blank, had to go to the clinic, man. She said, a pussy all fucked up. She said, it happened when she was fucking with you. And I'm like, I said, first of all, all you health class majors, it wouldn't have happened instantaneously <laughs> while, we were, while we were together. Secondly, I don't know what she was saying. I think the condom was old or something like that. Not old. And so, literally, it wasn't until like... I had a reputation as if I was handing out STDs. STDs. Oh, for no. how long? Oh, it really, it really, it really never. It like, like, when, so like, when did you? Know, when did you remember that when, it was the fucking? That mix? same guy came over. My homeboy Ryan, my best friend in the world, came over to the crib. He's like, I need a rubber. And I was like, All right. Oh, so he came fuck. over to the crib, and I'm like, Yo, I got these and these. I gave him one of these. He was like, Yo, you can't use this. I was like, what? He's like, yo, these condoms, the reason why they already have these, because it was a fishbowl at Southern, that you would just grab the condom. Oh. And it was like, the reason why they always have these is because you can't fuck with these. He's like, my nigga, my nigga, did you fuck, I'm not going to say her name, did you fuck her with one of these? I'm like, yo, and he was like, oh, shit, blah, 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 blah. And then I tried to convince her. And she would not have it. Wouldn't have it. She's oh my god! She probably to this day wouldn't have it. Hence, why that company is no longer making yeah. condoms. Nah, I, I, but no, I, I had sex with her again. No, I was actually I did without that. Special without that, she didn't. She wasn't that mad. She wasn't that mad. Was, she was willing to dip in again. I was with her the morning of nine eleven. Oh damn! Y'all had y'all had a shared a very intense moment. Oh, but there's one other story. This one's a bad one. This one's like it's not bad. It's not bad, but it tells tells you like. A lot of people are on this newfound Me Too movement shit, but I've been here. Good. Okay. Don't worry, my daughter has her headphones on, so she's not listening to any of this. So there's there's another one. So there was this girl, white chick, that was that was like, let me tell you how bad things were back in the day. Okay. Okay. Everything was about running the train. 
Uh, I remember those times. <laughs> there was a period where that was everything the thing. was about running the train. Mm-hmm. Everything was about running the train. It was all about running the train. It was like there was something that they had. <laughs> that was called Train Tuesdays. Oh wow! Where every Tuesday they tried to get a girl and they tried to run a train. So this is your like, college days, or this is college college days. Okay. So this was like so dicks everywhere. So if you had a girl coming to the crib, I remember we had a homeboy on a Tuesday. Everybody knew it was for, so you just take for everybody. Or you all are together at once. Like Depends on the train. I've only been a part of one train before. Was and it a was it a train like your turn, your was, turn, your was, turn, or is it one, dicks near two, your dicks? Three, it was three. Like it was like one. One guy went first, and I went like second. a line. Well, so y'all never, never together once. Never together at once, but it was like ran, ran a train. So it's the only time I've ever been. Bayou Classic, nineteen. Was it in a basement? Because that's where a lot of them happened. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's in a hotel room. Shut up. Hotel room in New Orleans. Um, and so, and so, like, I knew a girl. I had, I was, uh, we were all playing Madden, and I remember telling my homies, so I was like, "Yo, I got a girl coming over. Y'all gotta go," and. Uh, two of my homies left, but my boy, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, oh, fuck it. He, he, who cares? My boy, Ara, he was like, um, what up, Ara? Uh, my boy, Ara, he was like, yo, man. Yeah, they say she a freak. You got to see if she bought, you know, see if she bought that life. Put it in her mind. Put the, put, come on, come on, Vans. Put that wheel in the back. I'm like, what? what the f- he was like, the he, that's wheel? just the way he talks. What's the wheel Plant in the back? Plant a seed, like. Wait, yeah. What's so, the wheel in the back, though? Like, that's just the way he talks. Oh, I'll put Jesus, that wheel I'm in like, the back. educate like, me. What right. the fuck does that mean? So, that's just the way he talks. <laughs> Shout out to Rob. So, the girl comes over, and this girl never realized what was going on. So, the girl comes over, and we're all talking, Right? Everybody's talking. Everybody's getting cool, blah, blah, blah. And she just looked. And she literally, everybody's in the room. Me, Rob, my boy, Drew. Um, and one more guy, I can't remember who it was. And she looked at me and she goes, hmm. And just motioned to, like, go into the other room. And so we left in there. And I go into the other room. Me and her are messing around. I leave. I come back out. Or Rob's still in there playing Madden, playing against the computer. That's how you know that that nigga was trying to stick around and see what was happening. Nobody plays the fucking computer. So... He's playing, and then he goes, yo, so I go, listen, I don't know if she's going to be down for this, so I don't want to, like, Scare the shit out of her? Yeah, like, I don't know This is, like, what you don't this. do. I'm telling you, this, this is, this, this, I'm telling you, this, I'm, I don't know if she's going to be down for this. So, just chill. Don't. Do anything stupid. Do anything, because we haven't really discussed this, and I don't think that she's going to be into this. I'm like, He's like, okay, cool. So, we're in the other room. I never forget this moment. We're in the other room, and so it's night. The moonlight is coming. through. The moonlight. The moonlight is coming through. <laughs> the uh, the moonlight is coming through the the uh, the window, the blinds, and I'm behind her. So I'm behind her. I'm hitting. All of a sudden, she is not paying attention. She's facing the window, and all of a sudden, I see the door oh, open. Oh, no. And the door opens, and Rob was big. He was a big dude. <laughs> and he comes walking into the room, and he's got his he's got his, his dick in his hand. Oh, no. And then he starts walking over to, like, where her head is. No. Maybe, and I, and I, I'm like, I'm like, I look at him, like, I'm like. I'm traumatized right I, lo- I looked at him, I'm like, no. Like, yo, get, like, I'm like, yo, no, no, no. And then he, and then he. Listen, this is what happens. He then goes back out. He doesn't go back out of the room. He goes back in front of the bed and drops down in front of, like, 
the baseboard, like the base of the bed. Like he he's on the ground, okay. and she doesn't hear any of this. Doesn't hear anything. <laughs> I swear to you. And then and th- and then so because I then become <laughs> uncomfortable with fucking her with him in the room, fucking her with him in the room. I then I stop and I go, oh man, I need a break. She goes, a break? Like what do you need a break for? Like 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 what? I'm like, oh, I'm like chill, chill. I need a break. I need a break. And we laid there. Until we fell asleep. Like, wait, where'd he go? Him, he stayed on the floor. <laughs> like this is a true wait, story. Why, why did, did he, he ever like roll out? He, I don't know why he did not leave the room. He watched you guys. He, like I don't. He was watching for. He was at least <laughs> watching or hearing for a second. Oh my god! And then we laid there, and then so I you never, saved her from a me too moment. You no, saved- I saved myself from a <laughs> Yeah, you would have got cussed the fuck out. Yeah, I saved myself from <laughs> like, a what the fuck But listen, in this situation, is? I just remember, like... Oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. Okay, She's here. done with it. Can I change the note tonight? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um... Like, for me, I'm trying to think in that situation, like, what more could I have said to be like, yo, I said... She wasn't. I don't think she was down. So chill. Like if if listen, you was, felt uncomfortable. Even like yeah, that's a bad situation to be in. But I, I don't know. Maybe you have to be more serious with your homeboys because they no, just think it, it's for it kicks and giggles. It used to be back in the day that Such that was a, just no. That's what happened. I swear. No, I knew some girls that they would have sex with a guy and then oh I know I she'd heard. be doggy style and the guy would come in and I heard about it. Like I mean, even as even when I was younger, like in high school, when I was hearing about this epidemic, I was like, oh no, that's she has really low self esteem. There's a problem. Here. It's not. It's not. This is not normal. It's not, but it, it was used to happen. Let me say, from a woman's perspective, the worst thing you can ever do in life is to assume some shit like that and throw that on a girl because it, uh, they will immediately it's feel rapey. L rape. It's called L rape as right. fuck. And that, yeah. Oh no. I mean, look. Have you ever been put in a position like that, Erica? <coughs> no. I have, and I was traumatized. Well, and then I'm also like, well, what the fuck did you think this was? Like, are you just, did you just try everything? Oh, wait, in a situation, like, Where? actually, yeah, I have. This guy I was dating, when, it was my first guy I ever lost my virginity to, and... The first guy you ever lost well, your virginity to? Well, the first guy to? I lost my virginity to. Because you lost it multiple times. You know, <laughs> it's, you know didn't, count the, didn't count the first time. <laughs> right. Um, and I was in high school, I was because I lost my virginity pretty young. And that's what I'm saying, like, we were, they were young. I don't have cookies, babe. Here. Into the apartment, there was like blue magic hair grease 
because that's what they were using the loop from. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god. Speaking okay, this true story. This is a true horror. These are a few horror stories. I mean, in the scariest but, but, way possible. Like, but the true story. But I. But I just. I just remember. Like I just remember. Like it's like. Uh, it was almost in like in college. It was almost, almost like, yo, bro. Like they would test you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got a girl coming over. Bitch, you, ain't, you can't. Bitch, bitch, you can't set it off with that train, though. I'm like, oh, dog, no, God. I can't set it off with that train. <laughs> I don't I want can't. you. Don't sneak like, in. I can't set it off with that train. Ah, yeah. I actually see, don't want all of you to fuck the girl that I like. <laughs> I also <laughs> don't want to see your dicks while I'm fucking. It's gonna make me soft. Like I don't. I can't even focus. And there's like, I, I've been to like sex parties and shit. I can't focus. It's too much going on. I can't focus if someone's fucking watching me. And even if my like, I can't. It has. Yeah, I don't get it. Mm. The only time it ever looks sexy is in um, Savages, the movie, when the white girl had the two, like, fine-ass white boys. And they were, like, I was going to say, like, I mean, they're, they're, I like her voyeurism, boyfriend. but that's not voyeurism. Like, I don't... Wouldn't, that's right. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, some girls are into it. I'm not judging if you're into it. Gangbangs are some people's thing. <laughs> Just, like, maybe, like, my pre my programming won't allow it. I can't. I'm not with it. Nah, man. Too, listen. Too listen. I, I, listen. There was there was a point where it really... It went... It went... It was going too far. It was yeah. a whole thing. That lets you know the difference between like women and men in society and what's fucking acceptable and what's not. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, my. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I hate to end on that really depressing ass. What's depressing story, about though. it? I don't know. I feel like goddamn. If you, I feel, I, I, feel like, I feel like I need to include like if you've been raped, like eight hundred number. Right <laughs> hey, now. look, here's like, here, here's, but he's not. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. So what I'm saying is like, this is very important, dudes out there. If you get that little quickening in your mind that something is wrong, man, go with that shit. <laughs> Cause How you about, like no cause you, means no. No, I'm just saying like like she might have not said no. It it would have been a lot of these women later on. Then they're hey, like hey, hey, realize like you know I don't want I didn't want to do that. It couldn't you know even I mean? been a situation to where which is their right. You just pop up like I didn't have that type of like uh, other guys would be like yo man you let my door hit too and they could get girls. I I knew that that I didn't have that that wasn't gonna be me like I so who even wants that girl? Sometimes you have to have foresight for people. You know what I mean? And in those situations, obviously this the girl you gotta ask. was damaged. There was some shit going on, or maybe she liked it. I don't know. There's guys who like as a, I feel like sometimes you have to have foresight for people. And thank God for Van. Then he he's like, to- no, I don't <laughs> think this is okay. <laughs> Because that is fucking. That he's gonna be so. He's gonna be so thrilled that I told that story. But he, I, but it's like, it's a, it's I a, hope he didn't try that ever again. It's a. It's a story. It's a, maybe y'all might have to take his name out. Take his name. I never. Well, I can beep. It, it never can happened. You beep it. It yeah, never happened. So I guess it I didn't mean, happen. But I nigga know who he is. You know what? It's gonna be funnier for the homies if y'all do take his name. No, out. it'll be they, funny if because they know. Because I told that. I told that story. Well, she doesn't know. Well, she will now if she listens. Well, she, she never, doesn't know. She never. No, I never. Why told you she tell never her saw her. Yeah. 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 Just to let you know, I stopped my boy from putting his dick in your face. Nah, like, like. <laughs> oh like, my god, you. Oh god. Like she so never. She never. She never saw him. I promise. I can't you. believe he laid down. What the fuck do you think? I, I Did you think you were gonna yo, wake up and be yo, like, yo, you're turned off? Yo, all jokes aside, it's still the funniest thing. This dude <laughs> is a really him? big guy. Why the fuck did you lay down? Of course, I asked him. I'm like, yo, why didn't you get out? And he was like, yo, man, I didn't want to make no noise. Oh, you didn't. You didn't care about when you came the fuck in. through the fucking door. I'm like, I'm like, what oh is going on God. with you? And we told that story so many times. I remember uh, the funniest thing ever. My brother Emmett, my brother Emmett was like, because at this time I was fat and my route was fat, 
And, and her, her, Emmett was like, Emmett looked at me, he's like, this chick was about to let you two niggas run the channel. <laughs> he was like, are you sure this bitch don't need to commit suicide or something? Oh my God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're not hush- no, we're not like shaming if you're into two guys at one time. But it de- it, for fellas, it does need to be pre-discussed. You yeah. know, don't walk in there with your dick out. Yeah. that could be very uh, bad very don't quickly. Don't come in there with your dick out by the moonlight. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's very disrespectful. It's very caught off guard. It's very aggressive. Um, but I guess is that it? Yeah. Ladies, it was so much fun for y'all to have me. Thanks for coming on, Van. I feel like I know you so much deeper now. Y'all deep in the valley. This shit is basically in Ojai. We're, no, it's not. We're valley girls, Van. Welcome to our hood. Mm-hmm. I come downtown a lot, actually, so I hit you up when I go back, when I go down there. But you work all, like, you work every day during the day. Yeah, Do you live with your girlfriend? No. Oh, I just want to know if I have to pee and I'm downtown or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Van. Are you home? I need to use your bathroom. <laughs> Actually, I'm an avid Papa squatter, so I won't do that. You, you squat are. and pee everywhere? Her and her child are professional pop squatters. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's useful in life. Alright, well, see you guys next week. Yes, and uh, make sure you follow Van at Van Lathan and follow us at Good Moms Bad Choices. And in that he said she said crowd i know that ain't nobody perfect i give props to those who deserve it and believe me y'all he's worth it so here's to the future cause we got through the past i finally found somebody that could make me laugh (laughs) you so crazy i think i want to have your baby